Welcome back to the Live, Laugh and Tough Love podcast. So today I'm going to be discussing the all or nothing mindset. I did give you an option on my Instagram poll on Wednesday, whether or not you wanted to hear about the all or nothing mindset or overcoming gym anxiety. I did get a lot of uh, votes for both, but all or nothing mindset did win. So I'm going to cover that today. And I would definitely do the gym anxiety one um, probably for next week, just because so many of you did vote for it. um, And I know that it's going to be super helpful. Essentially, a lot of you wrote in and told me what it was that you struggled with, with the all or nothing mindset. So what I'm going to do is pick out some bits from that. And I will literally talk about it as if I was talking to one of my clients. And hopefully some of you will have experienced the same or similar. And hopefully the advice I'm giving will be relevant and you can take it away and try and implement it in your own lives. So um, one of the things that comes up a lot with a lot of people um, and it's like the messing up and then reverting to, oh, it's fine. I'll just start again on Monday. Um, I'm not 100% sure on the psychology behind this in terms of why Monday, obviously it's a new week. It kind of allows us to be comfortable for the rest of the week. So say you mess up on a Wednesday and it's like, okay, well, at least I've got Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday to take some time to do whatever the hell I want. And then I can be strict again on Monday. So it's almost like that last hurrah. Um, However, that kind of is quite a negative cycle to get in. And it, it does kind of relate to like the whole stubbed toe or like the car tire analogy, which I'm sure you probably heard of. Like, if you go and stub your toe on the corner of the sofa, you're not going to then go and stub the other one just to even things out or just to completely finish yourself off. Um, just like if one of your car tires has been slashed or you've got a puncture, you're not going to then go and slash the others. Um, you would just deal with the problem there and then and you would get it sorted and you would just be on your way, wouldn't you? So um, I think realising that You haven't got to go into self-sabotage when it comes to like messing up. And I'm not sure what like messing up actually looks like for you and what your goals are. But um, I think it's potentially worth just, I suppose, building a little bit more knowledge around like what it is that you're doing, why it is that you're doing it, what messing up actually looks like and whether or not you you are actually messing up or if it's just a, um, or I've eaten something bad, which I do talk about and I will talk about later on in this podcast. But um, I think it's important not to kind of, <clears throat> I suppose, waste that time. Like you can you can turn your day around or your week around at any point. You've not got to wait for a fresh new week. Um, but also, I think, say you did mess up on the Wednesday and you think, OK, I'm going to I'm going to get back to it Thursday, but I'm going to take off a load more calories because I know I definitely overate last night <clears throat> or I'm going to make sure I do a double session in the gym. And you're like completely overexerting and essentially punishing yourself for doing this bad thing and falling off the bandwagon. Um, both of these actions, whether it be getting back into the swing of things, but completely overdoing it and completely like making, I suppose. Making up for the fact that you've gone over or delaying things and just, I suppose, doing further damage is just a a negative, um, I suppose, pattern or thought or behavior to kind of dig into. So um, like I said, it's worth remembering that you can turn your day or week around at any point. You've not got to wait for Monday. But I also think it's worth 
I suppose, looking at what it was that caused you to skip the gym or emotionally eat or not go for a walk, like pinpoint those triggers because you can learn from that and then make better choices for the next time. Um, You could potentially be trying to do too much at once. You could just you could just be in a place where your diet sucks um, and you're over restricting. And that's why you've kind of like, I suppose, um, messed up. Um, You could potentially have like not executed something because something of more priority came up, which was out of your control, or you just didn't do what it was that you were supposed to do because you didn't feel like doing it, which is in your control. And now you feel rubbish, which I will, um, this links to something else that someone said. So um, I will link into that um, a little bit later in the podcast, but essentially you don't need to start again on Monday. um, And it's just worth kind of like pinpointing things and realizing that any other behavior other than just trying to like not act out of emotion and just trying to kind of go back to the original plan is just going to be some sort of self-sabotage, like over restricting the next day or waiting till Monday, you're just going to be self-sabotaging and delaying your progress essentially. Um, Another person wrote in and said that if they want a cookie, they will literally just let's say sod it, I'll eat them all. Um, Don't do well with having things or sweet things in moderation um once they've eaten five they go they think oh I might as well just eat a whole dairy milk share bar as well so um it this is like the extreme of like all or nothing it's like um are you potentially in a bit of a restrictive mindset which you might have like or you might use phrases like good food bad food not allowing yourself certain foods because you don't trust yourself as well um telling yourself that you will fail or overindulge um it's kind of worth just trying to build up that relationship with yourself that you've got um but also realizing that it's fine to have one or two cookies like if you're someone who is over restricting that because you think that it's a bad food then um as soon as you do eat one or two, you think, oh, I've already messed up. I might as well just go full gung ho because they tasted really good. But I think if you're in a place where you've got a really good diet, you're predominantly having like really good sources of protein, you're getting fruit and veg in your meals, like there's nothing wrong with you having a little bit of what you want as well. Um, And I think as soon as you build that trust with yourself and you actually implement that knowledge that it's not going to completely send you over if you have one or two, um then you will have more control in the long run um I actually did a little um Instagram reel on this and it was um like titled overindulging in the evening and it actually goes into like what I do of an evening to make sure that I'm not like overeating when I'm sat on the sofa um and essentially it's just like portioning out your snacks I guess like I tend to do like a bit of a pick um sorry a pick and mix which I might have a little bit of popcorn I might have like a little bit of chocolate I'll have like a diet like a Pepsi Max um and I'll actually portion it out into a bowl and then I'll go and sit down and I'll put the rest of it away and I'll actually savor the food that I'm eating in that moment and I think oh gosh like this is really really nice um and because you've got a bit of a mixture of um like flavors there as well you can actually really enjoy that little concoction that you've made for yourself. Um, And because you've put the rest of it away, 
and you've sat down, you might be with your partner, you might be on the sofa, you might be watching your favorite like Netflix series because you're actually, I suppose, sat down and comfortable and enjoying what you've got in front of you, you're not going to feel that need to go up and get some more. Um, <clears throat> so it might be worth checking that reel out if you haven't seen it already. Um, but it like the whole 80-20 rule when it comes to nutrition. So like I said, making sure a lot of your meals are coming from um, like home cooked, like natural sources of protein. You're getting your fruit and veg in, you're getting... Um, some whole grains in as well and you're actually building meals at home that are like not overly processed you can have 20% of your diet where you do have a little bit of what you want um and i think as soon as you stop over restricting and you work on actually trusting yourself to not eat the full um biscuit pack or um my gran makes me laugh she says she can't buy bread because she eats the whole loaf <laughs> um and I think if you can somewhat portion things out and work on that relationship with yourself and start trusting yourself and actually build that knowledge around like okay two cookies isn't actually that bad um I can incorporate that into my daily calorie intake um then you're going to be much better off in the long run um and it's why I do advocate tracking calories to some of my clients um Obviously, it's not for everyone. Everyone's goals are different, but you can see calorie tracking as a super restrictive thing. But I genuinely see it, if used correctly, as a tool where you can incorporate some um, foods that you really enjoy in. You see that it's not having a massive effect on your calorie intake for the day. So that gives you that power. Um, and you just build that knowledge around what it is that you're actually eating rather than kind of flying blind and beating yourself up when you necessarily don't necessarily when you ne <laughs> when you don't necessarily need to sorry I've obviously really wanted to get that out there then so um this next one is someone that wrote in and said that they might have plans on the weekend to eat out for dinner um but it affects their mindset for the week and they feel as though they ruined the week because they'll be off plan on Friday um and then they feel guilty for enjoying a meal out um so this is something that I really am quite passionate about. I think having a social life is of top priority. I think we should really enjoy spending time with our loved ones, friends, family, um, even like colleagues at the end of the day. Um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with having a meal out. Um, obviously, depending on what your goal is, if you're eating out multiple times a week, then it is going to have an effect on your fat loss goal if that is what your goal is because you haven't got as much control over the calorie intake even if the calories are on the menu they're not the most accurate um but if you're eating out once a week and you're enjoying that time then there's literally nothing wrong with doing that um i think this kind of links back slightly to like the slash tire analogy um and i just kind of wanted to give a little bit of knowledge here in terms of like if you are someone that is in a fat loss phase obviously you can kind of choose what your calorie deficit is going to be and that calorie deficit might be higher if you want a quicker fat loss goal um, or a fat loss like progress but if you were in a slight calorie deficit of 350 calories a day that is 2450 calories over the course of seven days so over the course of that seven days, you're in a calorie deficit 
of 2,450 calories. So um, if you was to go out for dinner on the Friday and you think to yourself, oh, I'm going to mess it up on Friday. So like, I'm not going to enjoy myself. You would have to eat 200, sorry, 2,450. Have I said that right? You would have to eat 2,450 calories in that meal alone on Friday, which to be honest, it's not the most difficult thing to do. If you had three courses, you were combining alcohol, things like that. You could probably do that, but it's not, it's not something that you would just go out and be like, well, I'm going to consume 2,450 calories today um, just in my dinner alone. But you would have to consume that amount of calories just to come out of your deficit over the course of that seven days. So, um, and that's just to take you to like maintenance, right? So you wouldn't necessarily be gaining any weight anyway. Um, so even if you did go over your calories for that day and just came up to maintenance calories, so you, um, you had the extra 350 that you had like taken off each day, um, you're still going to have, you're, you're still going to be in a deficit essentially. So the only thing that you're doing by fucking up the rest of the week in that lead up to Friday is you're not enjoying your meal out because you feel guilty. Um, and you probably feel guilty because you've actually like self-sabotaged the whole week leading up to that. Um, so <clears throat> a thing that I would kind of recommend is if you know that you're going out for dinner it might be with friends family partner whoever it is kind of like discuss where it is that you want to go have a little look at the menu beforehand if you're someone that tracks your calories then input that meal into your my fitness pal or whatever it is that you're using to track your calories um and choose foods that you actually want and that you enjoy and that you know that you're going to want to eat when you go out um, and then once you've done that, then, and obviously you can only do that if the calories are on the menu, right? Because obviously not every restaurant has got the calories on the menu, but if they have popping them into your nutrition tracker and then plan your meals around that meal that not only allows you to have what you want when you go out for dinner, but it actually helps you realize that you haven't got to completely, um sabotage yourself in the lead up to that dinner because you've got that control there um and you can then go out and enjoy yourself because you know that you're not coming off plan like you're just enjoying a meal out and you're enjoying that social occasion um so that is something that i would um implement with my clients something that i do myself um but you're not going the only way that you're going to be sabotaging and fucking things up is if you go over and above your maintenance calories for that week. If you're coming out of a deficit just slightly or you're reducing your deficit slightly, that's not going to have tremendous, like horrific um, effects on your fat loss for that week. It just might be that you're not in as much of a deficit, but yeah, it's, it's not the end of the world. And I think we very much live in a time at the minute where it's like um we focus a little bit more on our aesthetics and what we look like than what we do about like our relationships with people and our social battery and like our happiness when it comes to our relationships 
And I think if you are sacrificing spending time with loved ones because you're chasing a fat loss goal, then we need to like have a little look at that essentially. Um, and there was something that I was going to say that I thought was really going to be beneficial and I've forgotten. Um, but yeah, I can't remember what it is now, but if, if I think about it, I'll, I'll come back to it, but yeah, essentially live life, enjoy life. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Um, if you're not stepping up on stage and doing a bodybuilding competition, then there's nothing wrong with you having dinner once a week, like out with your friends, out with family. Um, it's not going to massively fuck things up. You just have to be sensible about it and you actually have to take ownership and um, build that knowledge around what it is that you're actually doing. Because if you're flying blind and you're thinking, oh gosh, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just going to fuck it all up because I know I'm going to fuck it up. Like Then that's when um, we self-sabotage essentially. Sorry, I rambled on that way too, way too long. Um, <clears throat> so this is one that I personally do struggle with sometimes. Um, so this person said that they struggle when trying to stay motivated for the gym, focused on food, but dealing with like family matters. So like personal life kind of issues, situations, um, this then results in skipping gym in favor of pizza and chocolate, which is like our comfort food, right? Um, so I feel this quite a lot because as soon as something happens, I put myself to the back of the priority list. And when I start doing that, I feel shit. I feel like I'm not showing up as my best self. I'm not prioritizing myself. And I do then... I suppose sabotage and spiral because I'm like oh I just want like pizza like pizza is my biggest comfort food as well um and yeah I just I think as soon as you stop focusing on like what you can do for yourself then that's when all these other like negative behaviors and habits creep back in um but what I would say with this is focus on the controllables. So focus on the things that you can actually have an effect on. In life, there will always, always, always be things that will crop up that will potentially sway your plans or um, bring you out of routine um, and make your week less than perfect. Um, these like weeks where things crop up, like say, for example, there you have a injury in the gym and you can't train, you're not going to sack off your sleep routine, your nutrition and your rehab work because you can't get to your gym sessions. Um, you're going to make sure that you implement those things so that you can get better and you can't beat yourself up because you physically can't train because you've hurt yourself. So we focus on the controllables. Now, in this instance, dealing with a family matter, this can be a lot harder because you can't always control your emotions and how you're feeling. And even if I said to you, well, just get on with it, that doesn't take away the worry or the stress or the fear, right? So um, you can't necessarily, I suppose, just get on with it. But if you can't have an effect or you can't change the situation and it's something that is potentially outside of your control, you cannot allow yourself to make yourself like sick with worry um, or even worse, like stop prioritizing yourself because of something that you have got no effect on and you can't control. Um, so I think what's important with this is 
thinking about what is best for you in the situation is turning to less nutrient dense meals for comfort um, and feeling sorry for yourself going to make you feel better in the now it probably will um I can't lie like obviously food is a big comfort it's not something that we can avoid it's something that we all need to um keep ourselves alive and healthy etc um but you essentially turning to less nutrient dense meals is going to make you feel better in the now but it's not going to help you in the long run get closer to your goals it's like and you've got to really think about what it is that current you wants but what it is that future you needs from yourself right now um, in order to be your happiest self so kind of summing that up in a nutshell like looking at what it is that you can control in the situation and not sacking everything off because of other elements that you just can't have an effect on and that you can't control um the same kind of thing goes for if you're going on holiday or you're away with work um i actually have a client in the minute who's um in a fat loss goal and uh she's traveling for work she's traveled quite far away actually um so she's got quite uh limited control over her meals out obviously she can't track her food which she would do if she was at home um but rather than sacking everything off completely she's focusing on getting her steps and her workouts in she's also having high protein meals um and she's focusing on the things that she can implement she can change she can have control over and she's not getting caught up and acting in emotion over the things that she can't um sorry i do this a lot (laughs) i've noticed um so yeah it's just not getting caught up in the emotion um which is easier said than done and I am a victim of doing this as well um and I'm not perfect definitely not um but you really have to think about what future you needs from present you in the moment um and you can't be selfish present you cannot be selfish you need to think about what future you needs um and act accordingly to that so um I think this is the last one yeah so um someone I had I have actually had a conversation with this lady so um I will try and um if she's listening to this obviously she knows that we have had a conversation as well so um she struggles with eating like the wrong thing um and she will struggle when she doesn't exercise when she said that she would and she goes into that fuck it mode and it stems back to like past trauma and events in her life um and we did have a good chat and I did kind of obviously discuss with her like and the main reason I'm talking about this is if anyone who's listening is kind of like kind of feels as though this is something that they relate to if you feel as though you are turning to food or you've got certain patterns of behaviors that are triggered and step like and take you back to past events that have happened then it's really important that you speak about those events and you get the support that you need and this lady that I I did speak to she has had that support which is fantastic um but that doesn't erase things that has that have happened and um I think it's all about learning on how you can take steps forward and not allow 
past events to rewrite the future of your life right so um yeah she goes into fuck it mode but what I kind of wanted to discuss and I suppose raise the question of is what classifies as right or wrong foods um obviously there's so much information out there with regards to health and fitness and nutrition and a lot of it is just crap um but it's frustrating because there's a lot of like demonization that is happening around certain food groups um and what is healthy versus not healthy and I think health has got loads of different facets and you can't just say well if something's green and it's not processed then it's healthy um and like something else that is slightly more processed or whatever like that's not healthy like you can't necessarily define these things um we can obviously set some sort of structure in so that we are concentrating on health but it goes back to like that good bad food right and wrong I should eat this I shouldn't eat that um and you can kind of learn to undo these behaviors and these thought patterns with the support of a coach which I did discuss um with this lady recently um and that one-to-one support and accountability does really help with just um working on that relationship with food and with yourself um so I suppose not getting too caught up in like right and wrong actually doing research into what it is that I suppose you want to work towards whether it's fat loss muscle gain um and actually I suppose working with someone to help you on that journey is super beneficial um but yeah like I said sometimes we need to just do a little bit of work it's not as simple as like or just get on with it or like I don't know turn your day around like if you're not necessarily learning and challenging these thoughts that you have around like nutrition and these beliefs that you've been fed by people who like advocate fad diets and like diet pills and things like that if we're not challenging those thoughts and behaviors and beliefs within ourselves, and we're not getting support to kind of like undo that um I suppose lesson that we learned then we're just going to continue slipping up because that's our belief system and if you eat a chocolate bar and you believe that it's bad for you and that you shouldn't have eaten it and that you're bad for eating it then there's no amount of I suppose progress that you're going to make if you don't I suppose like challenge that um lesson am I making sense (laughs) I'm making sense in my head but um yeah hopefully hopefully that is making sense but um yeah I just I'm a big believer of not restricting like over restricting foods not like completely avoiding um like chocolate and crisps and sweets and all the good shit right because as soon as you label things and over restrict then you're not gonna progress you're not gonna have any knowledge you're not gonna um be happy with what it is that you're doing you're just going to be miserable and you're gonna end up going about your life not enjoying your diet because you've believed and bought into these 
stories that you aren't allowed to eat certain things because that's not aligned with being skinny um so yeah what classifies as right or wrong food essentially can you potentially work with a coach or someone who is qualified in nutrition and has got knowledge um and like science backed knowledge as to just undoing these behaviors and these lessons that you and beliefs that you believe essentially um yeah anyway to summarize um just because things aren't perfect doesn't mean that you shouldn't try um it goes back to focusing on the controllables um and doing what you can and building knowledge around these things um we shouldn't act with emotion we should bear in mind what steps we need to take to um help us out in the future like what steps are you going to take today that align with the person that you want to become and the and the I suppose the the goals that you want to hit um and essentially knowledge is power with all of these things and if you can communicate and you can ask for help and you can question certain belief systems um and you can try new things and like try and fail and try again and try something else like knowledge is power at the end of the day and as soon as we stop trying to learn then we're not going to end up progressing any further with things so um yeah and not I suppose not um burying your head in the sand it's like the whole um like going out for a meal on Friday and just completely sabotaging Monday through to Thursday because you you don't actually know what it is that you're doing essentially when it comes to eating out if you're um not clued up on how you can eat out and still be aligned with your goals and you're not necessarily seeking out that information and you're just burying your head in the sand you're just going to end up feeling really crap in that lead up to that meal out and you feel guilty and then your relationships get affected and you can't show up as the best version of yourself because you're stressed and you're worried and you want to lose fat but you're eating out and you you want to eat out because you love your friends you love your family um, and you want to spend time with them, but you're so paralyzed by this fear of eating out and you don't need to be like, you literally do not need to be. I've had so much success myself and with clients that have had a social life and they've actually enjoyed these social occasions and they've still made progress. And they realize that like what the number says on the scale doesn't define their happiness. Um, and it actually really just comes down to living life um and I think it's really important to be confident in who you are what you look like what you wear I think it's important to have all these qualities but the most important thing is that we're actually enjoying this time that we have on the planet I'm getting so deep but um the older I'm kind of like getting the more I'm realizing that the rest of it doesn't matter as much um yes we want to be healthy like I said yes we want to look and feel good um but the relationships that we have are just as if not more so important that didn't that wasn't English but you know what I mean maybe I should stop recording these on a Friday (laughs) I'm just like knackered by the end of the week but um anyway I really hope that you have 
I suppose, learned something from this podcast, you have been able to take something away. Maybe you have resonated with something that someone else has said. Um, and hopefully I have given you a little bit of knowledge um, and given you that power back to actually start making decisions that will align with future you um, so that you can be the happiest, healthiest and best version of yourself. If you have any questions, if you would like me to cover something in more detail, then please, please, please do reach out. Um, you can reach me on my Instagram at Beth May Fitness. I'm more than happy to have a chat and um, just talk anything through with you. So um, for now, enjoy the rest of your day and I'll speak to you soon.